When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. This is Milton Justice and my podcast, I Don't Need an Acting Class, based on my yet-to-be-published book, I Don't Need an Acting Class. The chapter I wanted to talk about today is a chapter that I called 2 plus 2 equals 4-ish. The impulse for this chapter has to do with fighting the need for a methodology that is mathematical. It's just a weird thing with acting. Man, it's like something that works one time is not going to work another time. You have to work at it. You have to work at it. You have to work at it. I'm old, and I'm still working at it, and I'm still trying to figure something out, and I'm still learning from it, and I still learn things from being in class. What I do know is that it's so depressing. In fact, it's so depressing everyone should give up acting. Is that it's not mathematically logical. I have no idea where this fits in. However, there's an interview with Stephen Sondheim. And this is the clearest I have ever heard it. Uh, Kendi had been in a class in Los Angeles, and he sent me an email, and he said, I had an argument with these actors who said, actors are just storytellers. And I said, well, storytelling, yeah, I, you know, it's a little, and people will keep saying this in acting class. All you are is a storyteller. And it didn't sound quite right. Stephen Sondheim addressed this issue in this article in the New York Times Magazine last week, in which he said he was very careful to make a distinction between story and plot. And this is where I think we make a, this is where we have a problem. If somebody tells you you're a storyteller, you think you're supposed to make the plot clear. And what Sondheim said, and he used the example of Hamlet, story is, this is about a man who can't make up his mind. Plot is, this is a guy who thinks his uncle killed his father. And then Sondheim goes on to say, and a good play combines both. Like I said, I'm not sure where that fits in. But what hits me about that is how we work on plays and why 2 plus 2 doesn't logically reach 4 because we're not exactly sure what or is. Uh, at the International Stanislavski Conference that I went to in London, I think, about two or three years ago, there was a guy there. He was doing a master's thesis or something. I don't, I can't quite remember what he was doing. Or on, He was selling insurance. I what, still don't know. And he was trying to figure out how acting 
fit into insurance or some damn thing. Then at one particular point, he said, exactly what do you study in acting? And I thought it was such an interesting question from a non-actor. And it's like, people must wonder what it is that we do. At any rate, I started with explaining to him that acting is not math and that the difficulty in an art form is that you are trying to build out of nothing something. You are trying to, there's an empty space, there is an empty page, there is a page of text, and nothing exists. And so what you're trying to do is then build it. In an odd sense, it is what Stephen Sondheim is talking about in the article. What is this about? And it is not about the plot. And, and every, boy, all the time, I say to an actor, so what's the scene about? They'll report the plot. Or if you ask a writer, what is your play about? They'll say it's about two hours. But it is how we think. Getting into the depth of what it is about is really what it's about. And boy, when you get really, really smart about it, you really do know that it is not a plot problem. There are plot problems, but it's a soul problem. And that takes a while. That takes a while to dig into. It, of course, and everything keeps coming back and keeps coming back and keeps coming back, that acting is not about an intelligent rendering of the words. I, I mean, I have a feeling everybody knows that, but boy, it's, it's like it's difficult to fight this particular impulse. The playwright gives us a world. Sometimes we get the world right away. Sometimes we have to really dig into the world. And to me, it's the joy of it. I, I, I love it. In my scene study class at the moment, part of what we're doing is really looking at the world the scene is in. Uh, lengthy conversation last night. Greg is doing a scene from a John Robin Bates play called uh, The Substance of Fire. Lengthy discussion. The relationship between a father and a son. I, I mean, and this is a kind of thing, this is a long discussion. This is a big discussion. Is the son trying to make the father proud? Is the son trying to prove something to the father? Is the son trying to take over from the father? It's like books are written on the relationship between fathers and sons. Massive books are written. And yet... Here is a scene between a father and son, and there is a world that exists, and if we don't spend the time to figure out what that world is, we're going to think two plus two equals four. Oh, it's a father-son thing. He obviously is trying to make his father proud. So it, it's, it's nothing is cookie-cutter like that. It takes a lot of work. Certainly, it's a different thing between... I, they sent me a script today. They want me to put myself on tape by the end of the day today, or it's due tomorrow. 
then you begin to figure out, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. Also, you're in luck because most, sorry, but most screenplays and most television scripts are absolutely cliches. And so all you're trying to do is to take a cliche and turn it into an archetype, not a cliche, so that you don't get caught doing a cliche, which is its own ability. But with a play, you're really dealing with big human issues. And I think that's what the audience goes to the theater for. The audience goes to the theater to see human beings in conflicts of the soul. I mean, God, nobody likes an action movie more than I do, but it's because I find them relaxing. It's, you know, there's a tension and there's an orchestra playing and, you know, will the Terminator beat the Terminator, the other Terminator to the, you know, to the steel mill. But, man, you start looking at the torture of human beings that is the stuff of both great plays and great acting. And that particular ability is what we're really striving for. I, I, I think it's the reason movie stars do Broadway plays. Doing movies and doing television series, are not, it's not satisfying. They need to do a Broadway play. And most of them are not that good at it. Uh, not in this country. The British are better at it. I, I mean, I have seen Helen Mirren and that brilliant TV series. I've seen her in movies, and I've seen her on stage in three plays. So it's like she has the muscles to exercise that. The same thing with Ian McKellen, all of those actors. Daniel Craig, I first discovered in a play, a, a, a Carol Churchill play, long before he was James Bond. So it's like, they do that more often than we do. So we have a lot of work to do if we want to be great. Because then what we want to do is we want to be able to dig down into the depth of what these plays are about and sort of end up with, well, two plus two sort of equals four. Hi, everybody. It's Walker Vreeland. I'm the producer of I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. Director of online media is Evan Sollers, and music is provided by David DeJuice. If you have a question or comment you'd like Milton to address on an upcoming episode, email us at questionsformilton at gmail.com. Again, that's questionsformilton at gmail.com. And if you like the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. Thanks so much for listening.